You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey there, listener. This is Randall Sylvie from the Grolix Podcast, and what you're about to hear is a replay of one of our live episodes. That's right, Grolix Nights, which is basically just what we call Grolix Podcast Live. This is just the straight replay of our live stream that we did over on twitch.tv slash Podcast. If you want to hear future live streams, check us out on Twitch, give us a follow, and join us on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time. That's what time we've been doing it. If we change it, uh, we'll let you know on social media, so be sure to hit us up on Twitter, at Podcast or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. And if you want to check out a regular episode, one of our a nicely edited episodes you can find the Grolix podcast or Grolix cinematic universe on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify wherever you listen to podcasts or go to grolixpodcast.com thanks for hearing out my little speed pimpage now to the show join us in reacting at the news what's up everybody Hey! All right, I can't look at that it's window. It's Thursday night. It's time to party. That window is distracting. I have to look at this window. All right. Thursday is when people party. Thursday. Right? Welcome to Grolix Nights. Uh, just, just right off the top, this programming is not intended for children. And if it appeals to them, it's not. go away. Go away. Nope. I don't care if it appeals to you. It's not made for you. Nope. Title card says nope. No children. This is not for you. We're going to talk about taxes. And political thrillers, yep. and, and no uh, trigonometry. Zero. Yep, yep. Math that you don't do yet. Right. Not allowed to do that math. <laughs> uh, in the chat, <laughs> that seems like a weird flex. That's a weird flex. Why are we? Why are we? What? What? <laughs> also, off the top, in the chat. Hey, if if we're out of sync, let us know. I'm talking to you, Paul, because I see that we've got one monster moose of a Paul in chat. You're Grolix, right, rainbow glasses? Are those actual prescription? Those are pre- actual prescription glasses. Yeah, yeah, I spent money on this. Are yeah. those your? It was a good. Dis- are those your everydayers? What happened to the purple rims? No, but oh no, I still have those. They're right here in case I get sick of them. So. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. No, you know it's weird too because these are chunkier lenses than I'm used to. So I'll. I'll you know, like my peripheral, I'm like, I can't see everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, even even better, even better. I put the like blue blocks, uh, like I put special lens, uh, so it's UV protection because I was like, oh, why didn't I put that on so the purple get the lenses? Because purple tint. So I could, well, I mean, it's like so that I can stare at screens and it's less likely to give me the eye burn thing. Oh, you got them on the like, like weekend glasses. Yeah. On the weird purple, uh, not on the purple glasses I use every day, on the rainbow glasses that are so overwhelming that they don't even look like real glasses, yeah, I put them on here. That's that's a good adult decision-making thing. Hello, These, Jerry. This is probably appealed to, to uh, children and gnomes. <laughs> no. Maybe gnomes, but not children. Hey, Jerry, what's going on? Jerry the gnome. <laughs> we got Matt D. hey I am a subscriber. Oh, Twitch. Why is your app stupid? So you subscribe to us now. I did. Didn't I? 
I'm oh I'm, no, I don't want to watch Critical Role. Why are you giving me videos for a thing that I'm not trying to watch? <laughs> this is this is important for the live stream, guys. Yes, it is. How I'm an old man, not sixty, but old. <laughs> not sixty. Although he does I remember, remember the Atari <laughs> right from the eighties. Forties. Forty years old, maybe. Not sixty. Who's uh who's who sounds Beetlejuice? I'm guessing Jesse. Sounds like Beetlejuice, according to Paul. Somebody sounds like Beetlejuice. Oh, probably. I mean Oh Jerry. Yeah. Oh, Jerry, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Matt was a co-host. He was a guest co-host with me on the most recent episode of Grolic Cinematic Universe, and we had another guest. We had Jerry the Gnome on. He does sound a little Beetlejuice-like. You're right. You're right, Paul. He's just channeling his inner Jasper. Does Jasper sound like Beetlejuice? Yeah, I can't remember who said he sounded like Beetlejuice. Maybe it was Axton? But I don't, I don't know. If you, but if you say Jasper's name three times in a row... You might summon him. He doesn't show up on the episode. He doesn't show he shows up on someone else's episode. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. That was right? that's how Peter and yeah. That was so funny when I realized that when we realized like Jasper wasn't on GCU, but he was on sixties reboot, which is that's good. Um all right. So hey, everybody. It's the usual. It's Thursday. Uh we got we got all kinds of random news. And for once, I am amazed. I I, I don't know what it is. I feel a little worked up because I'm holding back swears. That's usually not an issue. Maybe it's just talk about children-appropriate <laughs> content and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I started salty, and I think you're just getting like a sodium overdose. Right? Uh, it's not good for me. <laughs> Salt's not good for, not good for you. Uh, Especially not good for children. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's going to be the running joke. Get ready for Jerry it. Jerry says Jasper is lost in space somewhere. And Paul says, I'm switching between real names, fake names, fictitious character names. And Paul says, F the FTC. F T the T. So. Yeah, that, it's true. What was I saying? We're just kicking it. It's the usual. Yeah. Oh, there's no reboot or sequel news today. I've got no. I was amazed. What? Right? What's wrong with the world today? Nothing makes sense today. It's a lot of odds. Cats, dogs living together. Maybe it's the holidays. There's just not a lot of, like, there's a lot of news, but it's not the usual, like, here's a bunch of new movies, or they're remaking this show, or whatever. It's just, like, dealing with stuff that just happened or just came out. Um, It is all over the place. <laughs> I figure, well, yet, yeah, right? Weird. No reboots. It is right. It is weird. <laughs> It's right. It's right too. Yeah, it's it's extremely right. Um, or yeah, it happened more than like. Watch, watch me get my political digs in tonight. So I think okay. So I think the the obvious and to us anyway lead story tonight is going to be. I can't. God, I wish I could say it the way I have it written in the notes, but it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, your notes. <laughs> you didn't even Grolix the notes. I don't Grolix the behind. Well, no, that's just for our eyes. Oh, no. Our adult eyes. Our very adult, not child appealing eyes. Do my eyes appeal to your children? That's creepy. <laughs> that's real weird. <laughs> if you it's if you thought weird. maybe no, we're child I, content, we you definitely think we're not now. <laughs> All right, YouTube uh, 
this this FTC business, and it's got. If this is like some sweeping rule from the FTC, it's got to apply to more than just YouTube. But YouTube is like the one of the. I was kind of thinking about that myself like too. What's that? According to the F- they're like fish in a barrel. According to the FTC, she's <laughs> like, yes, YouTube. Everybody else but YouTube. Um, per video. So FTC, uh, FTC's new kids contents or YouTube's new kids content system has creators scrambling. So if you don't know, here's kind of, I don't know, Jesse, you might be able to do a better rundown. Um, cause I have an article from the verge here and that doesn't actually dive into certain things that were brought up today in this YouTube video. Um, who is this creator? Uh, by Daryl Eves. Yeah. Um, I don't know him. He talks about like all he talks about all things YouTube, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, the everything. And so um, but he did a pretty good breakdown of this in that video. Yeah. So he said uh, the title of the video is uh, forty two thousand five hundred and thirty dollar fine per video. FTC is coming for YouTube creators. And uh, yeah, I mean, basic. It's like a really long version of the one, two, Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> really forty two thousand five hundred and thirties coming for you. Okay. <laughs> and it's fine. because uh, it's a fine. Paul, yes, that is the uh I'm not Jesse, but I will answer the question. That is the one that Andrew shared. Uh, yeah, specifically. Because it had good information. I was looking for articles and I couldn't find anything real quick that had like as straightforward information as that video had. Um from a father of five, I remember that. I don't. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, Jesse, you've got lots of thoughts on this. But but basically, the thing is, um, uh-huh. it's it's <laughs> the FTC ruling. It's about. It's more about tracking children than like the actual content. So, but the whole thing is, they're like, if children are watching your videos, YouTube. You can't track them like you track everyone else on YouTube because they're children. Because um, YouTube and you know it's Google, so they data mine everything. They track everything you watch for um, interest-based ads. That's most of the internet's monies. But uh, you're not supposed to do that with children. Um, so YouTube's got to deal with how it figures out what videos are for children and which aren't. And uh, couldn't they do that on an account basis? Like yeah, the viewer that was account, one of my basis? arguments like create what? A sign in. Couldn't like, they do this for the viewer account? Uh, because they don't care. The onus we'll is not on the that. creator to decide they whether children are watching our videos. Stop going full Breitbart right now. I'm gonna go full conspiracy. They don't want us there. Wow. <laughs> they want to get us so they can get in, get all their Cobra guys. They could they could just be another Netflix. That's all I want. They don't want us. They're ready to delete us anyways. You're not commercially viable. I should put the unicorn hat on. Wow, man. Woo. We got Jesse going. No. <laughs> you can't put the hat on over the headphones. It's amazing. I just did. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think this was possible. Okay, so the it just really clicked on me like throw a mug. <laughs> You're right. Sorry, go if ahead. If YouTube actually wanted to accurately handle this, 
it would be on an account level. And if you didn't have a Google or YouTube account, you can't watch YouTube. They're not going to do that. Yeah. But so now it's on. Because it, like the way that it's set up now, they can embed things. You don't need an account to watch a YouTube which video. I'm, I'm fine but with, with but yeah. But that's all it would take to cover their mm-hmm. own butts, you know? Yeah. They it's totally doable. It's it's a it's a pain, but it's easily doable and it would protect the content creators, but they're not interested in I mean, that's that's the biggest tell in this, I think, that they are not interested in protecting the creators. Yeah. They're fine with losing it. They're they're fine with it. So they added this setting to where you, you, for every video now, or you could just do channel wide, which I went through all my channels and did this. Um, but each video, you need to say if this is intended for a children or not. Um, not where it's like, is it for children or is it adult content? But is this intended for children or not? The problem is because if you set that it is not intended for children, they're just going to track all the viewers like they normally do. If you send it as set it as intended for children, this is where it irritates me that it's on the creator and not YouTube. Because the more I think about it, that makes less sense. Um, if it is intended for children, they won't track the views, which is going to hurt children's channels real bad, actually. But or, Well, they'll track the views, but they won't track like for ad-based purposes. They won't do personalized ads and right. stuff. Um, but... So it saves you on a liability front, but it hurts you in a monetary front. And they're doing this. Okay, yeah. Also, if you say you set the video or you set your whole channel to where, yeah, this is intended for kids, you lose several features. Um, Paul points out uh, no watch lists or save for laters, which I don't get. That doesn't make sense. Like you can't save a video for later. Um there were some other things I can't think of offhand. I think comments are there. Maybe no comments. I could be. Yeah, no, there's no comments on kid videos. Wow. I wonder if that plays in. No, that's probably still the tracking thing. But I know they had a problem with the, um, the pedos. I don't know how else to put it. The pedo, pedos commenting on videos, but uh, comments, community ratings. Okay, um, and. The reason they're doing this is because the FTC has passed these rules about not being able to track children's activity online, which is, that's fine, fair enough. But the FTC is kind of like licking their chops, I'm sure, looking at YouTube, because if they find that YouTube's in violation, they will come after YouTube, and they will come after the creators. So it's not just YouTube, and this is also YouTube shifting blame away from themselves over to the creators, like, no, 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 you go after them. But yeah, right. over forty-two thousand, potentially over forty-two thousand dollar fine per video in violation, which is insane. But the really concerning part is the, as with a lot of these kind of rules, the wording is super vague. And the pro- what I really had problem is they had three points that were basically like, you have to mark this, you have to say your contents intended for children if it's something that might appeal to children, like if it has to do with toys or characters or celebrities that appeal to children, or it has to do with anything, games that appeal to children. Appeal. Like, what? What? Songs. I mean, like, they listed everything. Poetry, poetry, songs, books. Like, Like, kids like everything. Appeal to children. Yeah, And, and so then we were talking, somebody who really brought, like, 
um, Andrew Schmidt b- really brought this to, like I seen his post on Facebook about it, and he's very concerned. Speaking of Andrew, we've had him on the show. We have, if yeah. If you want to hear, I mean, like check out the interview. It's at uh, com. You can look at any of the guests that we've had in the past uh, in our, in our sidebar, you've got it set up where people can like actually search out the guests. And Check out Andrew's, that they're on. Andrew's so. clay creations on Facebook and YouTube, although it might only be on YouTube till the end of the year. So check it out now. <laughs> um, yeah, he's concerned because he makes videos. He makes crafty videos like about crafts. He makes like kind of cute looking monsters, different creations and stuff. And, um, He's like the Bob Ross of, of clay monsters and and stuff. Like he does like Star Wars things. Uh, like he mentioned that he did a, a SpongeBob thing because I, I actually talked to him on the phone uh, before we recorded like earlier this evening or early like late afternoon. I talked to him because we we had kind of started a conversation about it on his uh, Facebook page because of course he's he's concerned about this because like I say he's like Bob Ross he's he's creating he's showing you a skill he it's very you know like here's how I do this kind of thing which is like Bob Ross. And now Bob Ross didn't make his show for kids, but a lot of kids did watch Bob Ross's Joy of Painting because he's fascinating. It's fun to watch someone create things, whether you're actually going out and buying a bunch of knives and sculpting tools or not. Like, like this video is these videos are not specifically intended for children, but because the subject matter is going to be fascinating to children, because creating and watching someone do something cool like create something out of a blob of clay is is fascinating um that that puts him squarely in a strange gray area uh and 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 the pop culture content in particular is what takes him out of the gray area and puts him in the this should be made for children because oh you sculpted a uh you, you sculpted a magnet of spongebob uh that's for kids so you are creating something that's appealing to children and we could find you because what if a kid goes on to your video and comments in the comments section because comments are on for regular, not for kid YouTube. And then that stuff is tracked by Google. Hence the problem. It's, it's a backwards. Yeah. It's a backwards thing. That's yeah. That's, I don't know, man. That's where, okay. A kid can't comment on a video if they don't have an account. So once again, right? This should be on an account viewer account level. This is not something like that. Like Andrews, because initially I was just like, do just do like I did with Grogs. This isn't for kids. But as you right. laid out, like that doesn't work for him because it is for kids and adults. It's not as, but it's not as explicitly for kids. Like it can appeal to kids. That's fine, but it's not for kids. And my argument was that, like Bob Ross, um, it shouldn't be a problem. No. Because the content is not harmful to children in any way. But I wasn't taking into account that social aspect and that data mining aspect. That's what I was not considering. But the content itself, the content that the creator has provided to YouTube for free, I might add, uh, at least until they're monetized, uh, is harmless to children. It's family friendly. It's exactly what you would hope for in any kind of network but then it really damages 
his potential like by losing the features that you would lose if he said, yeah, this is for kids. And it's not like right. he's trying to do anything shady or shifty either way. And another thing, no. unless you're monetized, it's a little bit different, but a lot of creators, a lot of smaller YouTube creators who at this point aren't monetized because they've made it incredibly hard to be so. Um, I don't know anyone like Right? <laughs> but uh, we... Hence, we're not live streaming to YouTube. We're not tracking the children. <laughs> we don't get that data, and we don't make any profit from that right. data. YouTube does. They track the children. Even though it's our content on there, YouTube tracks the ch- data. They serve the ads. And in the case of smaller channels that don't aren't monetized, we have nothing to do with that or no access to it. It's on YouTube. But it comes down to what you were saying, Jesse. Like, and it's you know I've been saying it for a while. It's like they don't, they're not interested in the you in YouTube. They haven't been for a long time. Nope. When they first unrolled that like YouTube Red, I was like, no, it's done. They're just gonna keep pushing it towards its own streaming service. And this is this is literally them just getting out of the way. That's this is their move. We're just gonna get out of the way. The FTC said this is how it is, and it's not our problem anymore. Creators, if you don't like it, I guess you'll go somewhere else. I guess you'll else, just have to go. And it will still not be our problem. I guess you'll have to go somewhere else that doesn't exist. Oh, well. This mm. is going to hurt YouTube, though. It's not a problem. Because oh, yeah. as Paul oh, yeah. points out, now he said, uh, well, he said, is this all because kids make up the core viewing audiences these days? New tube. Um. It is going to hurt YouTube because he's right. The like best performing videos are children's videos because they will just rewatch videos over and over again. Um, so it's going to not that there won't be ads served. They just won't be personalized. So YouTube will take a little bit of a hit. Um, but one of the established YouTubers that I watch is art hub for kids. And even before this happened, um, they were they, like the last time that they kind of changed their terms of service and whatnot, kind of getting ready for this. Uh, Art Hub for Kids, kids pulled all their four kids stuff off of YouTube and now they're hosting it completely on their own website. Really? Because they've already established an audience. So their audience will just go to the website. And so everything that was going to be on YouTube was going to be for the older kids. It was, so it was going to be more your, your Minecraft videos. So it's like learning, like how to draw Minecraft Steve or whatever, you know, like, and so they do it, they do it right there in front of you. But the way that this is laid out, I, I anticipate that that channel is going to move completely off of YouTube because his content is like Andrew's still very appealing to kids. And still going to get mine. I w- and there's just going to be older kids. I wonder about slightly the appeals to ki- children thing really concerns me too. Because, well, look at okay. I have some other examples, like better examples. But I'll start with the the stuff that affects us more. Not that it really will, but Grolix is definitely not for children. But we keep it clean in case some kids wander through while we're talking. Right. Um, right. That said. Spider-Man and anything videos are huge children's videos are because we happen to be talking about a Spider-Man movie or something Spider-Man. Will that be considered as appealing to children? If we have a whatever Spider-Man, whatever review Spider-Verse review in our title. Yeah. Is that appealing to children? 
Um, bendy. Well, bendy is not children, but it looks. But it's appealing to appealing children. Appealing to children. Big time. Bendy videos. Is that going to be a problem? And then the. Uh, Paul says. Paul says YouTube introduced uh, my son to superheroes. Was it through Spider Man and Elsa videos? Because whew, I hope not. Um. Jerry the Gnome says, I only use YouTube for kids for unboxing videos. Paul says, yes. To the Spider-Man and Elsa? Those videos were huge <laughs> and creepy. Uh, but another example is, you know, because I've been playing a little bit of Mario Maker lately, and uh, there are three Mario Maker um, YouTube channels, uh, like Let's Players, where they, they do Twitch mm-hmm. stuff too, but then they repost to YouTube and I watch that because it cuts out all the boring stuff and gets to the like good stuff, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, edited content. Yeah. Exactly. However, one of them is a very clean, family-friendly. It's Mario Maker gameplays. The other two are not, not at all. You know, they're just dudes. They're just dudes playing video games, uh, dropping F-bombs. So like, but it's Mario Maker does that appeal to children? Well, I mean, does oh, Mario yeah. really still appeal oh, to children? Big time. But all Nintendo, oh, big time, though. all Nintendo content appeals to children. Yeah. But that's it's not just for children. So, what's 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 up? What about those channels? What are they going to do? Right. Well, what do you do about Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty is not for children. Oh, no. That doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to them. But it's a cartoon. Rick and Morty, I don't think will have any problems because that's got that's got TV <laughs> network backing. And I think that's what right. it's going to come down right. to. It's exactly what it's going to come down to. Because one of the arguments I made is, what about Cobra Kai? The Karate Kid movie franchise was for children. It was marketed to children. Cobra Kai is just an extension of that same universe that was originally for mm-hmm. children. Kids like karate. It's appealing to children. Will this impact the content that YouTube is creating for themselves? No way. No. Yeah, I was going to say that's YouTube. Yeah, that's YouTube itself. So it won't apply to them at all. It'll be fine for them. And when it all comes down to it, they ultimately they could just be like, well, it's YouTube. It's Google's platform. You don't like it, leave. But here's the problem. Here's right. the thing that really irritates me about that situation. It's YouTube. YouTube wouldn't be anything without Years and years and years of just user-generated content. It's YouTube. The only reason it's a thing is because people started just uploading, I, I don't have the statistics, but massive amounts cat of videos, videos all day. Of their own personal There's cats. Like hours and hours and hours every second being uploaded. Like Real life actual cats from everywhere. It wouldn't even <laughs> exist if it weren't for... <laughs> The kinds of creators that so many cats. all of these changes they've implemented over the last couple of years has just continually pushed out further and further. It wouldn't even exist without them. Instead, you get Jimmy Kimmel and, and crap on the front page constantly. Yeah. It's like, no, we already had access to that. That's not what this was for. Whatever. Right. That's not native content. Although, you know, YouTube has been the go-to place to go for clips, you know. Uh, or, I mean, a lot of places are our go-to for clips, but like, if you don't want to watch SNL, SNL is going to put the clip of the one thing you did care to see on YouTube. And so they've kind of co-opted the platform. Oh yeah. And that is the kind of thing that Google loves. Google loves that. That's fine. 
Yeah, I could complain about YouTube for a long time. It's easy. I uploaded a video today, though. I hadn't for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just an audio. Well, you might as well get them in now. Get them in get now. Get them in now. It's just an audio. One old GCU. GCU from a yeah. couple months ago. So, like, you know, whatever. We're behind on YouTube anyway. Because they keep doing stuff like so, this every time I get motivated to, like, yeah, let's work on the YouTube yeah. channel again. Let's start bolstering that content. Every time. Then the, I swear, I think I was uploading that video when I seen when I seen Andrew's comment about this. And I'm like, dude, every time. Why do I even bother coming back? Like every time right. I upload something or I'm putting work into it, they do something where I'm just like, they what's the point? Yep. Let the saltine so, saltiness flow, Randy. I I mean I don't know what else to say about embrace it. Embrace the salty? Covered... I don't like that at all. I'm not. Mm. I don't want to embrace the salty. Ugh. That's a salt, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. And so I mean like have we kind of we've kind of covered this topic, but I want to speculate. Like this is clearly YouTube as we know it is almost over. So what's next? Hey, covert nerd. Like is there does everybody go to Patreon now? Like, do we just start uploading our videos? You, here's like, the problem. Where, where do people you can't go though? Do they go to Twitch. But here's the problem with Patreon. It doesn't really work like that. You can host audio content through Patreon, but you can't host videos. You, if you want the free option to do that, you use YouTube as an unlisted video and post it on Patreon. That's what they suggest. So you still have to go to. So YouTube. how how does I wonder how unlisted videos will work on YouTube because it's still YouTube. I know content, this much, but the last would be behind the wall. The last time the Grolix YouTube channel got a copyright strike, I had just uploaded oh, it, it scheduled it, and how YouTube yeah. handles is it, it makes the video private until it is scheduled to release, and somehow it got manually flagged while it was still private. I'm like, no one should even have access to that video. Yet somehow it got manually flagged before it was even uh, published. No, no. So their system just, it scans everything. They don't care. Unlisted or not, I think it just scans everything. GC hmm. YouTube, host your own. Yeah, where, where does it go? Where does it TikTok. go? We, I mean, like, does everybody go back? <laughs> does everybody go back to hosting their own stuff on a website again? I don't know. Like, do we step Back? I'm over the age of 12, so I don't know exactly how TikTok works, but uh, Grolic's TikTok channel, it's coming. We're going to split every episode into I like... Could set it up right now. I could set it up right 30 now. 30 second oh, no, clips. That would be native. That would be, that would be exactly what, like Jimmy Kimmel on YouTube. That's exactly what that would be. We, we're we not creating content for TikTok. I mean, You don't want to do some karaoke, are- some like uh, fast speed... I did something. Did you? <laughs> I don't I don't mind doing that but it like it's not going to drive people to our to our content. It, our content isn't designed for no. it. our content long form. It's not native to that platform so it's going to go I don't know. Nobody's going to care. I don't know what platform our content's designed for. It doesn't seem to do well on any of them. <laughs> but uh that's not for like dude, don't doubt. Um speaking of this is slightly off topic. And I hate to change it again, but man, like, no, I should give Twitch a while, give tr- ch- Twitch a chance. But man, I don't think we're getting a lot of leeway on, or a lot of like making a lot of headway on Twitch. Well, do you think a lot of people will come here? Because I, I that that seems the other thing is like, 
they'll just they'll just flee from YouTube onto Facebook videos and Twitch, and then FTC will, of course, follow oh, yeah. the people. Yeah, and th- I mean they'll hit another. St- it'll, it'll be like targeted strikes. I, I wonder how we're Facebook getting YouTube now because and boom, we're gonna hit this fish in a barrel and barrels. He hates these cans. He hates these barrels. It's Facebook. It's I could see definitely having having to address it. I'm sure Twitch will too. But I'm kind of fascinated to see how it would go down on Twitch because I don't think everybody would migrate from YouTube. Everybody would migrate from YouTube to Twitch. Twitch isn't really set up for it. Like us doing the podcast on Twitch is kind of the like the furthest out non-video game gameplay video that I think seems acceptable on Twitch. And even this, like, I don't know if there's really an audience for it, but, um, like it's pretty much gameplay and, or what we're doing talk show. So like, I don't know that the skits, skit channels and other channels that do different kinds of like, um, I don't know. Andrew's content would probably do all right. But the other issue with Twitch is like you, you don't have that back catalog and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you pay for some like premium account and it'll save your old videos, but all of our videos drop off after like 15 days. I know you can boost that up with like a premium account, but (laughs) Paul, you're ridiculous. Sorry, my dog is barking. Oh, it's fine. You, you did well. I didn't even hear it. Oh, good. Um, Oh, there it is again. (laughs) Dog bark. He's salty. This stream's too. over. He's salty too. Facebook seems to be the closest in terms of like functionality, but man, Facebook's such a mess. It, like there's their their back end just continues to be a mess. Like they Facebook, you need to get it together. It's not user friendly. Like m- dealing with your video library and stuff and all that, it's just ugly. Half the time it won't even load. I, it's a mess. I mean, YouTube's not a wonderful, but at least they've kind of got that down. Sometimes they're going to launch a new version soon of the back end, but <laughs> they'll just call it the back end. The back end. That's a great name for a thing. Welcome to YouTube creator. Hey, welcome to you get the back end. The back end <laughs> on the internet. What, what, are, what are you searching for on the internet today, son? The back end, Jerry. Matt, see, exactly. You have one listener here. It's because, Matt, you're not on Facebook. You're like some kind of off-the-grid guy. <laughs> but you're the only one. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, Matt is the only one that, like, it's really a benefit to you for us to do this on Twitch. Otherwise, I'm kind of thinking we'd almost, even though we've done this before, Jesse, we've done this on Facebook multiple times, and it's always like the consent, my thought, our thinking comes to, like, long form just doesn't do well on Facebook. So that's kind of why I was like, well, Twitch might be better because people are used to coming here and watching people play video games for like four hours on end. So long form podcast should be fine. Um, but we have some kind of audience on I've, Facebook. I've like, so I've got some like podcast friends over there, but like other than the podcast friends, it's like random family members or coworkers who tune in for five seconds and bounce. Yeah, that's that's a big so thing. It's, it's like. I, I think uh, if we were to get audience members on Twitch, people come to Twitch expecting to watch videos for a little while. Yeah. So I don't know. And that's the. Th- I wish Livecast wasn't so janky because it's the only one for long form audio content. 
It's like the only platform for it. There are no other platforms. I just wish it worked as smooth as this worked. You could do HD video on this for hours and have no problem. But, uh... Right. <laughs> I'm reading the chat. That's it. I'm just reading it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Dude, this... Get off my lawn! Russians and children. Oh, man. Yeah. This this went on for a while. Yeah. Well, I knew. I knew this was going to be a big This is one. why this was our feature... That's okay. A lot of these, actually, I'm going to go ahead and cut a couple, at least one story now because I was on the fence about that one. And really, I just wanted to trash talk to some lady I didn't know. So <laughs> I'll do it real quick. Okay. Uh, That's assault. Let's continue the salt. All right. Let's do it. Here's a story from Vulture.com. Monique sues Netflix for racial and gender discrimination. What kind of salt could Randy have on this? Probably not any salt that makes Randy look good. <sighs> So here's my whole thing. I'm Uh-oh. not saying there's not like the whole thing is so she's suing Netflix um, because they offered her like they'd offered her whatever. She's a, a actress and comedian, actor and comedian, and she was going to do like they offered her to do a special, but they kind of lowballed her, and in terms of like what they pay, and so she felt it was like a racial and um, gender discrimination pay gap type dis- discrimination. If that makes sense. Sure. By the way, covert nerd. I'm sorry. I had meant to say hi. I seen I seen your comment when you first jumped in here the other day. Um, hi. Not the other day. Like 15 minutes ago. This is what happens on the live shows. <laughs> we don't understand time. Time travel. Blink, Blinkatron. How many over. years have we been doing this live stream? This one. This. Hey, since we're talking stream. about. Since we're talking about covert nerd. Uh, we've both been on that show for a little while here. Hey, you want to hear me and Jesse separately yeah. on a different podcast? Check out the last two episodes of Covert Nerd. I love it. It was the last two, right? CovertNerd.net. Yes, I believe that's the, but, the website off the top I of my head. Too, but let me double check. Um, I was, mm, While you do that, I, I, I talked about pro wrestling with uh, Billy Peck and, and Lee. And then you, you talked about uh, like retro gaming systems and it was awesome it was a great episode you guys talked about some deep dives i'd never even heard of wait what's going on here proceed no not <laughs> covertnerd.net uh covertnerd. just go to covertnerd.podbean.com that'll get you to the podcast there you go. um or at least it wasn't pulling up covertnerd.net wasn't pulling up right on my browser uh oh we got Billy in here too. Me. Hey, what's up, Billy? Hello. What's that little hat mean? Yeah, that's how we roll. Billy has Twitch Prime. <laughs> I, I get. Billy, you probably know all about Twitch. That's amazing. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So you got you were on to talk about wrestling, and then we talked about uh, video game consoles. Maybe not old enough to that would make us sixty years old, Paul. But <laughs> we did, dude. <laughs> I thought I had an obscure pick. One of mine was the Atari uh, 7200. I thought I was like, nobody knows, nobody talks. Well, people know about it, but nobody talks about the 7200. It's always about the 2600. So I was like, yeah, I got my obscure pick. And then we did the podcast. Not only does he have had had that on his list as well, Lee did. Uh, the one before that, uh, like some little pong machine. I was like, whoa, okay, you got me beat on obscure, man. Wow. <laughs> 
like old school. that ran on batteries. Old you guys got to check out that episode. It would be portable you if you could that. like <laughs> lug a tube TV around. <laughs> Back then, we would have tried it. We would have tried it. Like, mom, I'm going out. I'm going to camp in the backyard. I'm just going to take the TV with me. Don't mind me. <laughs> and all the C batteries ever. C batteries. Yeah. And I did listen to, I didn't get through all of it. I don't remember what I was doing. I got sidetracked by something, but I was listening to the episode with you on, on it, Jesse. It was fun. It's one of those, like, even as not like a wrestling fan, like a, somebody who keeps up on wrestling, I still enjoyed it because I did watch when I was younger. So it's, you get a lot of like, you guys talking about old school stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was good. Neo Geo, sorry, Jerry, uh, Matt. No, we did not talk about the Neo Geo. We talked about systems we actually owned, and I, I don't think either of us had the Neo Geo. Not a whole lot of people. You did. did. Holy moly! Well, I mean, <laughs> I think the la- the laundromat had the Neo Geo. There, I mean, I think he's. I could be wrong. I think he's referencing there was a Neo Geo home system. Um, what? I'm pretty sure you guys need to do like a like a follow up episode for you because there's way too many bizarre ones I didn't know about. Dude, I I mean I hate to co opt this podcast, be like let's talk about video games, but I kind of love it, man. Like like I, I keep saying like I don't you know it's not something we really cover on Grolix, uh, and it's not really anything like I'm not passionate about it enough to like start my own podcast all about video games. But man, any excuse to talk video games, especially old school games and weird systems and stuff uh in researching for that episode dude like the late 70s there was like 700 consoles released that blew my mind <laughs> i was like what go look it up look find find look it up on wikipedia like game consoles by by decade or by year or whatever it's kind of a mind-blowing thing all right uh back to this so monique here's the whole thing here's the whole thing I'm not saying there's not, you know, uh, gender or racial um, disparity in pay, because there definitely is. Uh, something this article brings up is, um, for example, of course, I think it also comes down to level of fame uh, an actor has, but, you know... Um, what's her name in The Crown? Got who played the queen that the show is about? Got paid much less than uh, Matt Smith. Oh, so that's see that's that's an issue. That's that's yeah. There it's more that's jar exactly like the fact of that is more. She's the queen. She's it's the about lead her character exactly. Yeah. However, here's here's Monique's big beef. She points out that what they offered her was significantly lower than other comedians that have had specials for Netflix. She points out Jerry Seinfeld got paid $100 million. Dave Chappelle, $60 million. Chris Rock, $40 million. Mm. Uh, Amy Schumer... A-list. Amy Schumer <laughs> had to re- retroactively negotiate her $11 million con- uh, offer up to $13 million. Monique was offered 500000 And she's very upset and she's like this is because you know it's a racial and gender thing here's my my salt here's my whole thing and maybe she's not i'm not saying she's necessarily wrong and if she's not then yeah she deserves to like yeah sue him she's monique 
You're talking about Amy Schumer, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Jerry Seinfeld. I'm sorry. Different tiers, okay? Different tiers. Yeah, some are household names. You know. Household names since the 90s. And right. you're Monique. So, hmm. okay. Um, Billy says, I won't really be able to chat much, but if you guys hit the FTC YouTube thing... <laughs> Dude, we talked about it for 40 minutes. We, did. we, did. we seriously, you ch- <laughs> you like must have like tuned in right a, a minute after we ended ended it. Um but he says you need to check out the latest Pixel Dan episode. Uh super informative oh. coming from someone who direct will be directly affected. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I was I was reading um I was reading one of his Patriot his public Patreon posts and he said that he was going to come out with a video but I didn't realize he'd already launched it so I'm I'm interested to see what he has to say because he does he tackles um you know like he tackles toys and uh he he like went through and it was like anything that was like Ninja Turtles Nickelodeon um obviously he he kept that as for kids um and the, but the the auto program or whatever that goes ahead and flags these things in an automated fashion um got all of his uh motu his masters of the universe stuff too but he he was gonna un unflag that for because he he felt that's more for the collector market Mm -hmm. that's more for adults than it is for kids and so i'm curious i'm curious how this will affect him because yeah same thing um yeah it's it's not for kids, but it's appealing to kids. And so if kids pop on there and their data gets mined, then he could be, he could be liable according to the weird wild, wild west that this that doesn't whole make sense. strange. How does that make any sense? Not es- especially yeah. when you put it that way. It's so clear that like, how is that on him? He's not mining their data. Shouldn't be. Hmm. No. It's on Google, but Google's standing it back. They're like, we're getting out of the way. Now it's not our fault. But it still is. It's still your platform. You still have to police it. And the easiest way to police that is is sign-ins. You have to sign in. Dude, right? And that's how they'll be protected with their own original content. They'll be protected with that because it's behind a paywall. So the paywall will act as a buffer. And they won't have to worry about it, even though Karate Kid and the Cobra Kai is going to be appealing to kids because it was originally marketed to kids. So they have that buffer of the paywall. But for some reason, now it's not their problem for the not paywall stuff. I don't. That's the part that makes me mad and frustrates me from the YouTube standpoint. And I understand that the FTC thing is not their fault in that... Yeah. You know, like they don't control that and their lives would be easier if it wasn't happening at all and that they didn't get lawsuits and and that kind of thing. But the way they're handling it is very clear that they don't mind losing a whole lot of content creators so they can just transition into being YouTube premium and being another streaming service. Um, Sorry. I started back up again. Okay. I couldn't not. I just wanted to throw one more thing on this Monique story that I wasn't going to do, but I decided to do it and we probably shouldn't have. Uh, I'm not saying there's not merit to any of the things she's saying, but if her main case rests on like they only offered me half a million dollars, that's not good. 
and and Netflix Netflix <laughs> right. that's not a great argument because especially if you're going to cite specifically people like uh Chappelle or DeGeneres or Ricky Gervais they're huge comedians sorry Monique I, I, they're huge mu- what do you expect um but if you have other things that sure yeah I don't want to sound totally tone deaf like I'm speaking directly to Monique <laughs> With better agents, Paul says, yeah, I mean, dude, they can command that kind of money. Obviously, Netflix doesn't think Monique is worth $100 so she can't, it's supply and demand. (laughs) They're they're not that interested. I mean, they're $500,000 interested. That's pretty good. That movie, they're just not that into you? They're just not that That into you. That movie or whatever? Yeah. All right. Um, Let's get into something more Grawlix-y. Because we really haven't been. The Rock has announced when Black Adam is coming out. I hadn't even heard about this. Who is Monique and is she funny? Uh, That's a great Monique question. Monique is Monique. Actress and comedian. I don't know if she's funny. I hope so. If I knew, maybe They're she'd be worth money? $100 million. But I don't know who. I've never heard her stuff. She's still worth a quarter of a million, right? It's like half. She's at least that. Half a million. It's not bad. Half a million. Yeah. I don't know. What's the Omaha rock? Which rock? The rock. Oh, there's a Omaha rock. There's a rock that everyone's hitting. I, I didn't I didn't know too much about it either, but there's like this there's this rock and uh no one knew about it until everyone started hitting it. Like people are crashing into this rock. Are you being serious right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It's an actual thing. I didn't know about it don't either. Don't make us sound but, more like Nebraska yeah. than we are. There's a rock and everybody's hitting it all of a sudden. There, there, it's on. It's on the Nebraska news channels. It's on TV. That's how famous this rock is in Omaha. Yes, we're doing a local story. I just, yeah, I can't smell what it's cooking. I don't know. It made national. I can't turn into the. It made national news. It's famous worldwide. I don't believe any of you guys. You guys are full of it. Okay, well, tell tell me this, I, Nebraska I, people. <laughs> hey, Matt. You're not in Nebraska. You ever heard of this? I'm going to guess not. CNN covered it seriously. <laughs> Watch Jerry knows all about the rock because it's magical. This this is not a Grolic. That is not a Grolic style story. Man, we could do a Google search for it right now because it's not appealing to children. Oh, that's true. <laughs> a Black Adam. A, a news story about the Black Adam movie might be. Can't have that. That's true. Not on this video or any future videos ever. How a rock in Omaha, Nebraska became an attraction on CNN six days ago. Listen. Yep. Matt's never heard of it. Matt, you ever heard of Dwayne the Rock Johnson? (laughs) Hey, guess who could command $100 million for a Netflix special? Not the Omaha Rock. I could tell you that much. (laughs) <laughs> That's not the story we're running. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has attached, uh, who has been attached to play Black Adam for a long time, which is the, in case you didn't know, it has to do with Shazam, or, or, yeah, it'd be Shazam. They don't do Captain Marvel, since there's another Captain Marvel. Matt lives under a rock. <laughs> Wait, does he live under the Rock, or like the Omaha Rock? Uh, 
Anyway, Black Adam is supposed to come out according to this thing that not all news doesn't news doesn't always come from Twitter. This came from Instagram. Uh, December twenty second, two thousand twenty one. So Black Adam is a ways off. Covert Nerd says he will be a great Black Adam. Yeah, I think he'd be good. I'm excited for Rock as a villain. We rarely get that because he's too, he's too charismatic. Yeah, with the Scorpion King was the last time he was probably a villain, and we we barely ever we we shouldn't talk about that. Oh, and then they like Everyone spun that off and happened. Didn't they do one that was like then about him as he was alive when he was alive? Yeah, and he's not so villainy. Yeah, the the actual the Scorpion King movie, and it wasn't it wasn't great. They're still making Scorp- They're still making those movies. One came out last what? year. We discovered this. I, I might have cut this out of the latest episode of Grolic Cinematic Universe. Listeners, if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. Grolicspodcast.com. Uh, Matt joined me to talk about Leprechaun 4 in space and uh, Jason X. Anyway, one of the guys in Jason X uh, is the guy that gets kicked into the hole in 300. Uh, but we looked up his we looked oh. up his IMDb, and he was in a Scorpion King direct-to-video sequel in 2018. I'm like, they're still making those movies? I think I cut all that out, but yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, did they clearly didn't know their role or shut their mouths? Did you think? Did you? You just stare, share. You just updated the doc with a link to a story about the rock and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It was always there. That's how important this news is. Uh huh. <laughs> You know what, though? I, All I right, do... listeners, I may have put a story about the Omaha Rock in our Grolix notes for this show. I'm glad that I'm may glad have you happened. added that. Allegedly. Because I, I will use these to do the show notes <laughs> for the uh, audio version of this that comes out later. So it's all good. Oh, good. See, I'm That is helpful. helpful. <laughs> I was like, wait, what is that doing in there? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to another story that needs should be qu- way quicker than it'll probably be. Doctor Sleep could lose some serious money at the box office. I hope I hope that they're not losing sleep over it. I, I was going to go there if you didn't. So uh, so yeah, <laughs> was that shame? You tried to hide. Tried to hide. Uh, yeah, Doctor Sleep's not doing as well as they'd hoped. Um, uh, basically, at this point, if it hits a hundred million worldwide over the course of its run. Um, it could still be at like a 20 million loss for the studio. Uh, the movie itself actually wasn't like mega expensive. I think they say, uh, this is according to cinemablend.com. I think they said it cost, uh, 50 million to make, but they marketed, they marketed that movie hard. Um, and if it doesn't hit a hundred million, then yeah, they'll stand to lose like 30 million or more. Um, so that's it. I haven't seen it yet, just because I haven't been going to the movies for a while. Uh, what's this? Oh, is that a Facebook group for the Omaha Rock? It is for the Omaha Rock. Okay. God, oh. this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, so in the chat, wow. listeners, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, I haven't seen Dr. We're kind of all over the place. Did we, did we say when that movie was? December 22nd? I did. Was it I did, but you guys were too busy talking about the Omaha Rock. Sorry. Sorry. It's December 21st, uh, 22nd, 2021. So it's a ways off still. 
You guys were okay. fascinated by this Omaha rock. We still are. <laughs> Someone asked if it was a Shazam two or not. I. Uh, it's just I a don't know Black Adam movie, right? It would. How do you do Black Adam without Shazam? I. I mean, I guess how do you do Joker or? I'm not really seeing that in in here. Uh, like. Uh, what, what, what what is it? Uh, I, there's no way I'm gonna get that name right. <sighs> is directing Black Adam? Uh, whoever worked with Dwayne Johnson on Jungle Cruise oh. is also the same director for Black Adam. So they're they're like at least loosely calling the movie Black Adam. Sorry, I'm totally derailing the next story, but I, you guys are you guys that was a good you guys are all over the place. <laughs> it was a good question. I don't no, know. it is a good question. Yeah, I'm not sure either. How about that Sonic? Okay. What Sonic redesign? That's have you no. seen it? Have you seen the, the trailer for what? it? Oh, for it's for much what? better. What are we talking about? For Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, I do have I I, I don't know. Talking yeah, Sonic. I have that story. Wait, do I not? Oh. Yeah, no, you do. I, I oh, do. I see. In fact, it's next Moose if we get up. past any of these other stories. <laughs> Oh, what about Dr. I think Sleep, our episode though? hit a... Where did that <laughs> rock come from? Our episode just hit a rock and come to a standstill. It came from Omaha. It came to a dead stop. It came from Omaha. This damn Omaha CNN rock. tried to warn you. You wouldn't watch it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Dr. Sleep not doing good. Okay. This is why we need Melody here. Yeah, Sonic redesign. We never talked about the Sonic thing in the first place. Because it's such a like, it was such a huge non-story, but people are right. Like the original design, it was a little weird. Um, the insane thing is they actually like, I mean, they had the fully finished trailer. I'm assuming the movie was close to done, and they went through and replaced, redid Sonic through the whole movie. So this is the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We're talking about CGI Sonic. I'm sure everybody's heard of this. Um, but yeah, they released a new trailer. I noticed a couple things that the trailer did. First, it's got the new Sonic, which is much more Sonic, much more cartoony, much more like the Sonic, like closer to his traditional design. They were cyberbullied into redoing Sonic. I mean, kind of. I'm actually amazed they did it. Like that must have cost them some coin for sure. Or some rings? No, rings aren't really their currency in Sonic, isn't it? Is it? Anyway, it just keeps him eyeing as long as he's got I noticed a ring. this trailer was much more Sonic friendly. It was less like, here's the actual story of the movie. You know, here's this character. You're going to know, is it Matt Dillon? I don't know who it is. This guy plays this cop and blah, blah, blah. Or oh, uh, Cyclops. It that, was James, James Marster. Yeah, okay. Or um, Marsden, Marsden, yeah. Marsden. I want to make it Spike from Buffy. <laughs> uh... Because Marster, a movie company yeah. was cyberbullied. Yeah. Let's let that sink in. Um, I'll allow. But it. I noticed that this trailer was much more like you actually see Sonic in like the Green Hill Zone or whatever it is. Sonic in a very Sonic-looking land before he comes over here. Then he's just doing like Sonic flashy things. He's reading the Flash comic book and he's playing baseball by himself and like he's it's Sonic. So I noticed it was much more like obviously. <laughs> To please the Sonic fans specifically, which 
you think a Sonic movie would want to do anyway? Not the people who really like malts and shakes and go through drive-thrus. Not that kind of wrong thing. Sonics. But if you do go to that right. Sonic, watch out for that rock in the middle of the street or wherever it's at. Yeah, do. Yeah, that's 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 legit. <laughs> um, but basically, so the new trailer came out, and the uh, who is it? The director? See the director, Jeff Fowler. Yeah. Uh, said thank you uh, in on Twitter because this is an, another Twitter story. Thank you for the last twenty four hours, Sonic fans. It's been extraordinary, and there's much more to come. Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Like, what's the question marks about anyway? Um. Yeah, it's, it's just a weird story. <laughs> or is there? I think it looks better though. I I mean, I agree. The other one looks oh yeah odd. I'm not excited for this movie. I regardless what Sonic looks like, I think this movie's gonna suck. So I don't care. <laughs> I almost I had to like. <laughs> it's got Jim Carrey in it. He came out of retirement for this movie. It's gonna be great. Is it? No. Does Jim Carrey make a? Is that? Is Somebody's that, is that yeah, I was gonna say like this is a hot take, <laughs> but Jim Carrey being in a movie, it's it's more missed than hit, in my opinion. It's a hot That's take fair. though. Especially like uh anybody want to talk about Disney Plus stuff? Because I got a bunch of Disney Plus stories. Uh, there's a there's an awful lot to say about that. <laughs> I have not tried it. I looked to see if they're doing like a trial and oh. I couldn't find anything. Like a free trial. I was like, I don't want to pay for it, but uh, let's look. But apparently, okay. Do you have Verizon Unlimited? No, but I was. I did notice that they are, I'm assuming you have to just find the right link. They are doing like a seven-day free trial. I'm like, oh, a week, okay. But that's something, so I might try it out. Yeah. Um... Basically, all I've heard is The Mandalorian is everything. And McClunky. I seen the McClunky thing. That does crack me up because I, I see it a little edit that somebody. Okay, so there, there's the like who shot first Greedo thing, and they changed it once again. Added this extra bit of dialogue. Is that supposed to just be like a giveaway? Like, <laughs> I'm about to kill you. Is that what it is? Weird. <laughs> and, and it's not translated, so you have no idea what he's. You saying know, somebody's just like, yeah. What if? Let's really get him riled up. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Let's have him say something weird. Like, what? Like, it just doesn't need to make... It shouldn't make any sense. Uh, Do you think it's like an Easter egg for something? Like, does it mean something to someone? In the, Greedo tra- in the Greedo prequel movie that they had planned before Solo ba- bombed. <laughs> they're going to do a whole, like, trilogy <laughs> based on this the, guy. The You're going to learn. They had for and they're like, well, there's not much to work with. What about McClunky? Um... You learn about where he got his gun, what McClunky means, <laughs> <laughs> how he knows Han. It's 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 actually a Grolix word. That's why they couldn't translate it. It's a Grolix. McClunky <laughs> is Grolix. That's pretty funny. Sebulba <laughs> said it in episode one. McClunky? Did he? I hate all these words. <laughs> I am not a fan of Star Wars naming conventions. What's McClunky mean? I don't know, but Sebulba said it. Just stop. Just sew your lips shut now. This is a real, real conversation about a real Am thing. I having a stroke or are we just talking about Star Wars again? Oh, both? Great. <laughs> I was wondering why everything was starting to make sense. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, somebody did put together a great clip where they like badly overdub McClunky in front of like every Star Wars major death. You know, it's got like when Obi Wan gets cut down, he says Mc... some guy obviously like McClunky just before he gets <laughs> cut down, and Yoda they're like, McClunky. Is that on YouTube? Because that might be appealing to oh, children. It's very appealing to children. That's that's what McClunky's all about. The kids know. We don't know. We're too old. <laughs> that's, that's what it's about. Data mine that. McClunky. or Kavafi ca- and McClunky. It's the same thing. Kavafi, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. F offish? Is that what McClunky means? Okay. Is 10 it? million people have now. Okay. I don't really actually have a lot to say about this. I was just like, well, maybe we should say, say something about it. But uh, 10 million people have now signed up for Disney. Plus. Um, although when it launched, a lot of people were having troubles with it working. Well, I mean, 10 million people sign on all at once. It's like 10 million voices screamed out in agony all at once, silenced. and then we're just silent. <laughs> and McClunky that's what what did they say <laughs> McClunky <laughs> it's like everyone said McClunky all at once and it crashed everything ever oh my god um <laughs> but okay so yeah that actually that vulture.com link says there's a seven day free trial somewhere oh wait yeah I'm not really that motivated. I'm not that motivated. I was on looking around Netflix the other day, and I was like, you know what? There's actually, like, they've kind of loaded back up on a bunch of shows I'm interested in. Like, The Crown Season 3 is coming. And uh, they got a, yeah. new, a new actress playing the, uh, the queen because she's older now. And uh, I bet she's making more than Matt Smith because she's now Oscar <laughs> Award winning. Uh, <laughs> Matt Smith's not on it, is he? Not anymore. Like he left the show too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming they recast is. him too. <laughs> of course, he's making more. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But what's her name? Oh god, she's in Broadchurch. Olivia. Yes, Olivia Coleman, who is now an Oscar winner go. for playing the queen in a movie. So you know she's gonna be good. She already Sweet. won an Oscar for playing the character in a something else. Could be amazing. Yeah, sold. All right. Paul says he's. McClunky, which translates to, I I like it better if we don't actually know. It'll be the end of you. It's suddenly up. <laughs> it's suddenly not any fun, and it's just super nerdy now. It's like uh, it's like a HP Lovecraft kind of thing, you know. Like we just keep saying it, and and it's like Beetlejuice. If we say it enough, we'll just summon Cthulhu. <laughs> uh, okay, I have two Simpsons related stories. Um, so the Simpsons is streaming on Disney plus <sighs> the older episodes before the show went letterboxed, like the rest of TV, when they made the jump to HD, it's playing them in the wrong aspect ratio. Now this is such a minor thing to a lot of people, but this is the kind of thing that drives me crazy. Like I thought I was sure oh, yeah. when TVs finally went to like widescreen ratio size, we got away from the four by three tv box size i was so excited i was like yes i'll never have to worry about this pan and scan issue but now it's the opposite it's the reverse of that so the older episodes are 
they're not necessarily being stretched out, but they're they are being they're not like just stretched, but they are being blown up and cropped. So you're losing chunks of. Oh, chunks of yeah, no. they're doing. Just give us the just do reverse widescreen because back in the day when it was wrong, they just would put the bars on the top and the bottom. Just do the opposite. Yeah, just play it how it is, so it doesn't fill your entire TV. Big deal. That's how the show was. That's the aspect ratio. Yeah, they're not doing that. And right. in fact, I know for a fact that this irritates the crap out of the creators of the show. This is not how they wanted to watch it because I watched a DVD commentary of The Simpsons once and they specifically were talking about how if you're watching this DVD with it stretched out to fit your widescreen TV, stop it because that's not what they wanted. That's not how they made it. That's not the intended way to watch it. And uh, stop right. it, Disney. You should know better. <laughs> but it is like leading right into the next story. It is exciting that Simpsons is on there because I could be wrong, but I don't think maybe they were on Hulu, but I don't think like it's Fox has been very like famously very like had Simpsons on lockdown. It didn't go to like other networks. Like I think CW or whatever the equivalent to that at different times has been, has been able to do replays or reruns, but they didn't, they never like pimped it out to other channels to run um, in syndication endlessly. Um, so it is kind of exciting that you can stream every episode of The Simpsons ever from its 30-year run, except for one episode. There's one episode they do not have, oh. which, like, I'm ever going to watch. Because Sony owns it. <laughs> no. Because Sony owns it. That's why soul. you probably won't see those Spider- <laughs> Spider-Man movies on there, because of Sony. No. Oh, do you think? Um, well, what they claim <laughs> is something different. So there's one episode of The Simpsons that you cannot watch on there. And in fact, they're not like in future packaging physical releases. You They will not include it. It's the episode that had a... Uh, and this is it. It's the episode that had Get Michael it. Jackson guest star in it. Yep. This is oh, it. Oh, is that what it is? Wait, what? No, no. That's the name of his last documentary. Oh. It was called This Is It. So what's the name of the episode? Well, this is it. The Michael Jackson, the Michael episode, Jackson episode, which he's famously not supposed to have credit for either because he was. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay, so the episode in specific is the season three premiere, Stark Raving Dad. And yeah, he's not credited because of a contractual issue, but he was a fan of the show and reached out. And Michael Jackson was a huge star, so what are they going to say? No. Um, so he did a voice, he did the voice of. Uh, a character in a mental institution who claimed to be Michael Jackson, which is funny. Like that's funny. That's Simpsons meta funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Disney is saying they're not releasing that episode. Uh, where is it? Oh, this isn't even Disney. This is, uh, Brooks himself. Um, it feels clearly the only choice to make. Wait. Oh, about the documentary. Oh, about the, so the episode wasn't pulled till after the leaving Never Neverland documentary come out. About oh, it's because he's canceled. Yes, yes, he is canceled. Um, they pulled it after that. Uh, James L. Brooks, you know, executive producer of the show, said the documentary gave evidence of monstrous behavior, and he said it feels clearly the only choice to make. Uh, pulling an episode, uh, I'm against book burning of any kind but this is our book and we're allowed to take out a chapter i don't know how i feel about it man like just 
it, it makes it's it's the kind of move Disney would make. I'm not surprised feel, by it, but it feels like a a token move, like because yeah. it, because it makes them look good to do that versus anything that which is which is weird because it's like Michael Jackson has a long history with Disney. You know, I mean Captain EO. I'm you know. I, uh, that's probably why Captain EO's not on Disney Plus, uh, and I don't know that for a fact, but I bet it's not on there. Paul says just if they're if they're pulling that. Paul says just own it and move on. I mean, it's it's the thing. Like, there's a lot of stuff out there with actors who've done. Well, it's a segue. Things. It's a segue into the next it is news exactly article. That. Uh, so we're gonna Disney. Plus warns of outdated cultural depictions in some films. Um, but according to the Washington Post, uh, they say the experts say that's not enough. Um, so I didn't know they did this. Are those experts on Twitter? <laughs> Probably. Uh, because that's where all news comes from. Yeah. Um, no, so there's a message apparently that air on the service that airs before something like Dumbo or Peter Pan... That basically that says that it may contain outdated cultural depictions, which apparently I guess that's the extent of the thing. And they're they're right; those movies do. And this is another thing where, like, talking about like kind of ties into that last story in a weird way. Not really; it's different. But um, like I'm so tim- uh, torn because I like Dumbo, but yeah, man, those crows, those crows are a problem. Oh yeah, I don't know what to do about it. It's not sensitive. It's not. It's not for this era, but yeah. What do you do? Do you do you uh, digitally McClunky it? <laughs> I, I'm a little surprised they haven't. They haven't tried to do that. I guess you just make a live action remake directed by Tim Burton that nobody realizes came out and is gone. <laughs> yeah, that movie happened, didn't it? Except it's featured prominently in the app. Oh, from what is I it? understand, is that like they like hey hey we've got a live action. Look dumbo. at this. No racism here. Look at this one. Watch this one. Watch this one. No racism here. Did anybody do anything bad that was ever involved in this movie? Ever? Ever. <laughs> Check their Twitter. That they're un- Search their Twitter history. That they're uncredited for. <laughs> Credit report. Twitter history. <laughs> Someone tweeted about it. Surely. Um, wait. Okay. I think I'm just falling behind on... Paul's comments. I'm I'm reading the comments, but I don't know what the comments are in reference to. So, moving on. Um, but, but basically, people's like apparently, uh, Warner Brothers have done similar things, except where where is it with some of their stuff? Oh, so it's kind of compare. They people have criticized the Disney Plus notif- like warning comparing it to similar ones that Warner Brothers has run before some of its Looney Tunes cartoons. And because they will actually go into, um, here's a message disclaimer from Warner Brothers. The cartoons you're about to see are products of their time. They may de- depict some of the ethical, the ethnic, ethical, ethnic and racial prejudice, prejudices that were commonplace in American society. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. So basically, I guess people's complaints are like, Disney's warnings just too one line, one line too vague. Mm. I don't know. Like I, whatever. Props to them for doing it in the first place. That kind of covers it. It's a disclaimer. What, I don't what do know. you want them to do? Like make you read an essay about how 
you know, it's wrong that Peter Pan, that like the cultural appropriation in Peter Pan, like they give a warning or you could just not ever watch that movie again. You can have them lock it away in the vault forever. Right. So what do you want? Like I, I give them, I'm, I give them props for, I give them props for not canceling those movies, but acknowledging at least like, Hey, these are a little jacked up, but here they are. If you want to watch them, then have to yeah. do that. And then of course that gets into like, you know, was Walt Disney a racist? He's a racist. But, Wait, Brian. Oh, was, no, he's definitely, but, yeah. But, like, man, they're so beyond, so far beyond that. Like, what does it yeah, matter it's, now? It's what so does it matter that. now? The dude's been, uh, same thing with, almost the same thing with Michael Jackson. I mean, not to diminish anything. Like, anyone that's being victimized, I'm on their side. But the guy's dead. It, There's nothing we can do about it now. It, yeah, and it's... Listen, you're not going to find Song of the South on here. It's not like they're pulling everything. They're like letting everything go on there. There are definitely things that crossed lines that they're like, no, we can't even get away with a disclaimer on this ridiculous crap. So, but I mean, yeah. it's an unfortunate, I'm not saying it's right, but it's unfortunate. But just ignoring it, the problem with just. Yeah, they couldn't just ignore yeah, the problem, yeah, They did what they, they can't. Yeah, do. the problem with just total cancel culture, I hate to even be say that term. Because the only people that say that term use it in a negative way. But the problem with that, like, you can't just totally just eradicate all this because it's the whole thing of, like, if you don't remember your history. Doomed yeah. to repeat it. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. Matt says, check out Whoopi Goldberg's intro to the Tom and Jerry cartoons on DVD. She did a great job with a disclaimer about the housekeeper. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid... So, I was in a weird age where like we'd get Tom old Tom and Jerry cartoons, and they were censored, but only for certain things. Mm. They were uh, when I was really not violence. I can't no, imagine when I was really young. I think we <laughs> still the, had the most violent things. When ever I was made. really young, I think we still had the forks and the light sockets. But no, when I got older, like a little bit older, it's the forks and light sockets got cut. Some of the extreme violence got cut. <sighs> The super racist stereotype of a housemaid, that didn't go, though. That was there for as long as I could remember. So, like, it's weird the things that they choose to cut. But, um, I don't know. We had, I think I've told this story at some point in time. Paul says, if they ignored it, people would be upset. I'm going to I'm gonna censor your comment a little bit, Paul. Uh, I'm going to cancel your comment. No, um, if they pulled it, people would be upset. Oh, boy. Give people a notice. They're still upset. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing. Like, there's no win. And I think, like, I think they did okay. I think they did all right. Could they go more into what's wrong and why? Yeah, I suppose. But, like, it's not really going to make a difference. At least they put it, some type of disclaimer there. Acknowledging it. <gasps> I love Speedy Gonzalez. Paul said, I remember losing Speedy Gonzalez and Slowpoke. I don't remember Slowpoke Rodriguez. It was the it was Speedy's like sidekick guy. Oh. Speedy was fast, and then Slowpoke was just like really oh, slow. He I would talk slow. Him. Okay, but I mean, like he did he did have like a racially insensitive. I like um, Speedy though, man. God, depiction. And it's not yeah. because oh, that's one thing I was saying about like when I was a kid. Like I never thought twice about the maid. 
I understand that it like she was just an adult there as far as I was concerned. But then like getting right. older and like like oh the yeah, that specific depiction is not great. I get it. Um There were a lot of those kind of jokes in cartoons back then and we just you know we're just kids. We weren't it really even wasn't even in there for us. I so don't some think. years ago I bought we didn't some it. years ago we bought a bunch of like Walmart had just a bunch of like dollar DVDs and they were just old cartoons, just a bunch of old cartoons slapped on a random DVD. It was a dollar here. It's in a bin. So I bought up a whole bunch sure. of them. I was like, yeah, old, old cartoons. Awesome. <laughs> and we were, when her niece and nephew were younger, we were watching them. We had them over and we were watching them and there wasn't like, for the most part, most of them were fine, innocent enough, except one of them had this, had the moon had a face and it was very much a blackface face oh. with the with the the way it would do Ooh. the lips and everything and the way it talked and like I didn't register it like I wasn't even paying attention and they're laughing and and her nephew Gabe goes that mood is funny and I was like what and I look and it's this blackface caricature and I was like oh my god she's like oh, he's like that's oh, weird why oh. is it weird I don't know it's kind of funny though and I was like oh wow mm, all right well no. when this is over. That DVD is going to get hidden. That one's not going to play it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time they have friends over, they're like, let's watch the funny moon the one show. With the moon face. No. No. <laughs> the funny moon show. But I think it was because, like, that is something, like, that is definitely that, like, blackface depiction is something that was very prominent still in those old, like, that didn't get cut for a long time. So I've, remember seeing that in cartoons a lot but i think it really struck him because he's like modern kids don't see that so like he's like what is that no he didn't even know what it was it's just like it's weird yeah that's that's all he was laughing at it because he's like what is that that's weird i was like i don't know man it is weird (laughs) you're right it's a weird choice (laughs) (laughs) Uh, matt says as a kid i thought she was miss uh mrs butterworth butter buttersworth kind of Mm, yeah. Um, Paul says, show them Roger Rabbit. How's Roger Rabbit hold up, by the way? I seen that movie in the theater when it came out. I think with my grandma. Mm. It's been a little, it's been a minute, but I mean, like, it's basically, it's it's a period piece, but probably, probably holds up a little better. Uh, the only thing is, like, sexually is suggestive, it for kids, I suppose. Or is it for adults? Is it for yeah? It's, that's it a is, good question. Would it survive the YouTube? No, lit it definitely test? wouldn't because there's a lot of adult nope. content because nope. it's at that. Yeah, it's the whole thing of like there's weird kind of adult stuff that ideally flies over a lot of kids' heads, but it's still there because you want to entertain adults as yep. well. That one's actually probably got a lot. I remember there's a lot of like weird, sexy cartoon stuff. Well, like cool as Paul world. says, I'm not bad. <laughs> I'm just drawn that way. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So, I don't have. I have. I have a feeling we really shouldn't get into too many of these other stories. They're gonna. God, these stories. All these stories are full of weird salt. Like what? We could go for like four hours on these stories. We got Black Christmas getting a PG thirteen rating, so that young women can see it. Um. <laughs> Trent Reznor won a Country Music Association Award. <laughs> What is this world? The company <laughs> behind the CGI James Dean, they don't care. 
They ha- they give zero Fs. <laughs> oh man, and that was our whole last episode. I, that basically, was su- that was our feature that last week. Potentially such a good follow up. I do want to talk a little bit about that. And also, I'm guessing Paul, you're reacting to the Trent Reznor thing. Okay, okay, no, let's jump back to the Trent Reznor <laughs> thing. Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. Trent yeah. Reznor uh, and Atticus Ross, who's somebody he started working with a lot. Like, this ties into TV and movie news because they've done a lot of movie scores. They've won Oscars for their movie scores. But he started working with Atticus Ross um, sometimes, sometime in the aughts on a lot of Nine Inch Nails stuff. In fact, pretty much everything he's done since um, doesn't matter when. You guys don't care about Nine Inch Nails history, but whether or not he ought oh. to. Anyway. So him and Atticus Ross got a country music association award for his contribute for their contribution to the genre in 2019. Nin? Nine Inch Nails? Are you trolling me? Yeah. You don't know Nin. No, he's no man. You know Nin. He's he's giving he's showing you no mercy. <laughs> oh, Matt says I lived in history. Okay. Paul says because Johnny Cash did hurt. No, no, that was that's way before 2019. Here's the thing that like I had heard this earlier in the week, and I was like, well, that's weird. And then I come across there's like a bunch of stories yesterday about it. And I was like, okay, what what did what did I want to hear what it is he like did? What how did he contribute to country music? And then my mind was truly blown. I think Trent Reznor winning a CMA award is less mind-blowing than what he won it for. So it's because him and Atticus Ross had a production credit on... It's a remix remix of a Lil, Lil Nas X song. So it's a remix of a hip-hop artist old, song... Not Old Town Featuring Road. Billy is Ray... It? That's the only one I know. It's Old Town Road remix. Yes. It is. Okay. And there's... And there's nine inch nails. The main, yeah, like the that whole open the the main riff. Oh, okay. They pulled directly from a song that uh, Reznor and Atticus Ross had made, uh, released on a Nine Inch Nails Ghosts album. Um, okay. Reznor said, it, <laughs> apparently, Reznor didn't even comment on it until like last month, and he said that originally he didn't even know the sample was being used. <laughs> And uh, then he said uh, that it was undeniably hooky and that the song had been stuck in his head enough. Um, so basically, they used a sample of a Nine Inch Nails song from a few years ago. Like, the, it's, it, I mean, it's good they got credit because that's like kind of, it's a the main hook of the whole thing. In a remix of a Lil Nas X song, which features Billy Ray Cyrus. And that's what Reznor won a CMA award for. So... What? That's that's the world we live in now, guys. What? Trent Reznor won a country music award for a remix of a hip hop song that he had. They didn't even really no have hand involvement in. in. They used one of his samples. Yeah. And it got a country award because Billy Ray Cyrus. That's like the that's like the uh, participation ribbon of <laughs> the music award industry. Well, I, How weird, right? Thanks for running the race, kids. 11d 12th place well he went to it i guess there's a picture of him with a cowboy hat on so that's something teenage randy teenage <laughs> randy would have never imagined 
<laughs> right. Yeah. You probably would have stopped buying Nine Inch Nails albums as soon Dude, as you Nine saw Inch it. Nine Inch Nails post 2000s, like pretty much everything, none of it went the way I expected. Well, it went, once he cut his hair, it was That's like, That's the whole thing, man. But he had some good hits. You quit after the drugs. That, but it was you're, like, you quit the drugs that. and you cut the hair and everything changes. But there was that one, yeah, there was that one album, and I was like, I don't know what you're doing anymore. And then he came back with, with Teeth and uh, Year Zero or whatever. Those two were all right, and then then I lost. I, I lost really him again. like. I didn't understand. I really him again. liked the direction he was going before with teeth. I liked the direction he was going when I imagine most everybody oh. else was like, "Where is this going?" Because it was going more instrumental and was more that angels. What what am I thinking? Um, oh, that's like a side project. Or maybe that was the ghosts. Angels, but um, yeah, ghosts maybe because ghosts is a lot of like mostly instrumental, rather short tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like two CDs worth of like three minute long songs, just tons of music. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure we had those, but yeah. But like, it's not. And then with teeth went more towards like dancier, lively. We could actually play this in a live show sound and that stuff's right. good. But I was like, I kind of like the more, uh, instrumental stuff. But I guess that's what I have the scores for now. So I, best of both worlds, I suppose. Okay. The uh, then finally, let's end this. We got to end this. So let's end this on the follow up to the CGI James Dean story. So basically, everybody was outraged because they're like, "What are you doing? You can't bring actors back from the dead in CGI and cast them in new roles. That has nothing to do with anything they've ever done." Right. And so the company behind. So we did the story. It's that uh, again resurrect. From the dead, using computers, uh, James Dean, they cast him in a new movie called Finding Jack. Uh, a lot of story, a lot of articles say that he stars in it, but like he'll be like a, he's not the main character, he'll be a co-star. Apparently it's a man and his dog war movie. Anyway. <laughs> or, or the dog and the man at war? What's going on? It's a man versus his dog. Um, man versus, yeah. But... So the man's best friend, no the company longer. behind this, not this, not the filmmakers, but the company that actually like kind of like CMG worldwide is a, where did that go? This is according to venture vulture.com uh, intellectual property licensing group. CMG worldwide owns the rights to James Dean's likeness and stuff. And they're who licensed it out to the filmmakers. Well, the CEO saw the buzz and the outrage, and according to Vulture, uh, the company has, which is reporting, I should have looked at the Vanity Report because that's really what they're reporting on. Uh, The company has since merged with another company to form Worldwide XR, which is a, quote, new company that aims to bring digital humans to traditional film as well as augmented and virtual reality, end quote. That's according to its website. So basically, the company is like, they seen all the outrage. They're like, you know what? We don't care. In fact, we're merging with this other company and we're just, we got all, we own all of these people. We're going to bring them all back. We're going to do this forever now. So according to the website, in addition to holding the rights to, quote, a stunning array of personalities and brands like Betty Davis, Jimmy Stewart, and Rock Hudson, it also controls the images of non-actors like Maya Angelou, 
Malcolm X and Rosa Parks. What? How do you? How do you own Whoa. the image of like Rosa? <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean. Do you have the likeness rights? Because it's not you can't just own the image and like cast them in something. And how are you going to negotiate price for that? Talk to Monique like now, like right now before you <laughs> before you cast Rosa Parks and anything. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt just actually <laughs> might have sold me on this entire thing. He said, "Bring back John Wayne and cast him in Preacher. That would be more interesting." But at least that makes sense because it's casting, it's using yeah. John Wayne's likeness to play John Wayne in a thing, which which Preacher is missing because in the comic books it is John Wayne. That makes more sense than bringing back, uh, say, John Wayne to play Jimmy something from just some role that has nothing to do with John Wayne. They're just like, we just want John Wayne. Oh, what is this? Uh... The new company also offers deep fake management. So that's great. <laughs> no. Hmm. That's a new industry. It's a, uh, some. Okay, who's this Cloyd guy? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find these quotes because there's some good ones. Anyway, somebody, I don't know who this guy is, but somebody said, quote, it's disruptive. Some people dislike it, dislike it, uh, but urges skeptics to think of it as James Dean 2.0. Oh my god. Stop it. I don't know. It's so <laughs> weird. This story is amazing. Deep. It's like saying Max Hedrum is a real person. Except that even tracks better. Yeah. I could believe that better. It's like gorillas, you know, like, okay, gorillas are actually a fictional band, but their their voices come from somewhere else, but I can believe that gorillas are doing things so they can get their own IMDb page or whatever. Do, do they? Do they have their own? I, okay. I don't know. Well, but that kind of makes sense I'm, because oh, you're bet, inventing new characters. You're creating new characters from... Right. I don't know. You're not like... Yeah, you're not taking... You're not using the likeness of dead people who have no say. <laughs> right, right. That's that's what it comes down to. I'm so torn on it. Man, I think so Matt might have sold me on this whole thing. Screw it. Bring them all back. Bring them all back. Resurrect everybody. More Bruce Lee movies. Well, oh, God. We could do Green Hornet. We could actually recast. Man, where was that? We could recast Bruce Lee as Kato again in the reboot of, in the 60s reboot of the Green Hornet. We could just recast Bruce Lee as Bruce canceled. Lee. <laughs> it's already canceled. <laughs> it's canceled. No. Yes, no. I Over. do want to, I want to bring Bruce Lee back. Recast to cast him in a new Green Hornet as Green Hornet and Kato. Oh, better. You, oh, as no. both. Well, that's where we get clones. That's where that's where they really missed the ball in cloning here. Because then we wouldn't have this argument. We don't need to CGI them. We could just, just clone have them and have them for real. And they can play every. I mean, then 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 it's not Since even. They were an never issue born. They have no rights, and they actually, will be our entertainment slaves. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually James Bruce Lever's Chuck Norris Part Two. See, at least that almost makes sense because, like, that is a that is a thing where it's like, yeah, that's already they're adding on to a thing that already exists. Like, they might not have agreed to like extend it or do a sequel, but like, at least it's a thing that they initially agreed to at some point in time. Right, right, sure, it makes it, it makes seem, sense. Yeah, 
Because at a certain point, like, how is, I guess, you could deep fake all the porn you want if you had the intellectual property rights to these people's likenesses. But how is, <laughs> how is casting, well, got how dark. is casting somebody in a movie that they never agreed to, they have no say to, they might think this script was terrible or this movie sucked or they're like, I didn't, I acted better than that. Like they have no say. How is that much different than deep faking somebody in a porn? I, I get where it's different specifically. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat that line, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Kung Fu series with David Carradine. Ooh, man. But then again, I'm like, just de-ageify everybody so I can have more Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> they're not dead. They're still alive. So just de-ageify them now while they're still alive, so it's not like super creepy. They're not gonna do that. Buffy's over. It had a good ending, so whatever. Yeah. And it's angel canceled. question mark, ye- but not that kind of yes, <laughs> but not that kind of canceled, just canceled, just you know regular what? canceled. New Buffy, you don't have to deageify anybody except the vampires because they shouldn't age because they're vampires, right? And yeah. yes, angel, but but you right. need to figure out how to bring back angel. Such a series. My favorite character, this is a show of characters I absolutely hated. The bottom of the barrel characters from Buffy, and they made some of them just the best characters in the whole Buffyverse. Like, how? Right. It's bonkers. amazing. So bonkers. They just broke my heart. They broke my heart over and Kung over. Kung Fu recast with Bruce Lee as it should have been. Oh, that's, that's, that's actually right. pretty interesting, too. All right, here's the deal. I'm a modern, Amer- I'm a modern internet citizen, American human being. Uh, this is all morally wrong and a horrible idea until you propose it in a property that I actually want to see. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, I gotta do it. Go ahead. Resurrect them all. <laughs> James Dean in a horror, in a war movie. No, wait, James Dean in a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> in a horror, horror movie? movie. Now we're right. We're right back there. Are again. you talking about deep fakes? I said horror. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh God. That means it's time for this episode of <laughs> the show to end. Yes, it is. Uh, let's see. We covered most of these. This one was more for Melanie. I didn't know if she'd be here or not. So I'll get rid of that story. And this was in case we didn't have enough, but what was I thinking? All right. Oh, you added uh, the toys that made us season three drops on Netflix tomorrow? Is that something you added? Yeah. Okay. Toys that yep. made us. Didn't really have anything to add to it other than, uh, you know, that, you know, that's something that kids would. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It you're would appeal right. to them. <laughs> that would appeal to them. So they can't have it on YouTube, only on Netflix. Interesting. I wonder how that's all going to turn out. I didn't mute any of my vape sounds this episode. I usually try to because I don't edit this for the audio. Sorry, audio listeners. You get it all. Um, yeah. It's less appealing to kids. Let's see. We kind of already organically pimped a lot of the things that I had lined up to pimp. Check out Garlic Cinematic Universe. Good stuff. Matt joined us. Check out 60s Reboot Podcast. Uh, EMCpod.net slash 60s Reboot. That's six zero sixties 60s Reboot. If you want to hear Jasper, because he's not on the recent episode of GCU, but he is on the recent episode of 60s Reboot Podcast. Uh, I was also... I also... Uh, 
Yeah. Real, real quick, uh, you, you guys called him out for a pitch. Uh, I like what you guys are doing there, extending the pitches to Twitter. That, that was fun. I, dude, and I want to, you know, of course, it's the thing. It's one of the things that, like, you know, if I if I remember to do it, but I that is something I want to do more because the more I thought thought about it, I was like, I want to hear what kind of crazy ideas people could come up with for a Jason Leprechaun pitch. So, listeners, if you check out any Growlix Cinematic Universe episode, and we're you know, it doesn't even have to be a recent one, but if you're like listening and you're like, wait, no, no, here's what you guys should have done, dude, hit us up on Twitter at GCU Podcast or check out the Growlix Podcast Facebook group, um, facebook.com slash group slash Growlix Podcast, and uh. Dude, hit us up with your unsolicited pitch of a movie we of a double feature we've done because, man, the pitches are so much fun. I feel bad. Some episodes we don't have a lot of time to put thought into the pitch, but the Leprechaun Jason pitch pitches I thought were a lot of fun. I liked it so much I drew. You did, my pitch, or I added to ja- I actually added to Jasper's pitch because I was like, "Yeah, that's a good pitch," but I also want to see the Leprechaun reskinned because he'll see how BA uh, J- Jason is, and of course, he'll, you know, like if he can have a hazmat suit right? out of nowhere, he could just be the Leprechaun version of Jason. He totally out of nowhere, would because because so, he's he Looney is, Tunes. yeah, he's Roger, uh, he's Roger. Re- well, I guess Roger Rabbit, Bugs Bunny, totally. Um, Leprevorhes. I like that a little bit better. Uh, no, it was kind of fun because Jasper threw out just this little pitch, and I feel like I feel like Paul's edition on Twitter kind of fleshed out what Jas like because Jasper's like they basically they just duke it out wherever, and then Paul's was like what that fight scene would look like, and uh, I thought that was fun, except for an unfortunate typo that made the whole thing questionable and much more like slash fic, but whatever. That was just a typo. <laughs> <laughs> I leprosy see what you did there. Ooh. Wait, Wait leprosy? Mm, yeah, it's not so good. <laughs> uh, and then, hey, as a reminder, something we probably don't promote enough. And at some point, I've been kind of busy, but I do want to talk with the other uh, OG Grolix people. And uh, we need to revamp our Patreon, I think, tiers a little bit. It, it's pretty out of date. We started that thing years ago. I think we need to revamp it a little bit. Um, but we're on Patreon, so hook us up. Join join our other patrons. And uh, when we do... Right now, the main thing is when we do pre-shows, uh, you get those. Those are like entirely bonus episodes that don't go public. And they're much more like these live shows than they are like the normal podcasts. Yeah, so if you like these, yeah. I mean... Patreon, that's yeah. where it's so at. So patreon.com slash Grolix podcast. G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast. Wow, anything else? Covertnerd.podbean.com. <laughs> or covertnerd.net. I, I got it to oh, work. Oh, you did? Oh, so, uh, yeah. I'll confirm that one. Maybe I... It was a redirect. It sent me right to uh, the Podbean site, but yeah. I bet I miss... I bet I... It's not, re- it's not no? redirecting me. I'll do it again just to be sure. No, covertnerd.net. Yep, sends me right to covertnerd.podbean.com. So either way, it'll get you just there. Just covertnerd.net. No the, no space or dash, I mean. Yep, nope, just covertnerd.net. Suspicious. Who's hijacking my browser? <gasps> what do I think of Jenk running for Congress? Is he really what? Okay. Whoa. I'm getting non-entertainment news. That's very exciting. <laughs> okay. Uh, Paul says gremlins. 
Oh, about the website. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what I... We did it. I don't it. know what I think. I don't know about that story yet. That's it, everybody. So, uh, Jesse, you got you got anything to say before we get out of here? Just just leave YouTube. They want <laughs> they you to do. anyway. Dude. <laughs> 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 that makes it just... Oh, God. It's just like, just, just quit YouTube. They don't want you there. Just quit. They don't want you there. They've made it abundantly clear. They don't care. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully I don't know either this saltiness is what causes uh, the alternate future Jesse to hate episode 100 or I don't know that's what it was is the FTC so so alternate future Jesse clearly just needs to sanitize everything that's oh, what I was. like that idea <laughs> it's like the opposite of a yeah, I don't know where I was going, but yes, I like that. He's going to sanitize everything. Okay. All right, everybody. Well, take it easy. Uh, we'll be back sometime, probably next week. Maybe not. This is how it's been going with the live shows. But <laughs> well, well, we actually had a good uh, interaction in I the chat. We had more people than we've ever I, had on Twitch. You're right. That is more people than we ever had. Um, and they're the best people. They so are we the, have best the best people. people. It's a beautiful stream. It was a one, the per, most perfect stream. <laughs> it's a perfect, the perfect stream. It's perfect. I even did that. Oh, I did the awful hand gesture. Even yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, he's canceled. Canceled that hand. Impeached. Nope. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you next week, another time, other place. <laughs> Bart, right now, I'm going to go full conspiracy. They don't want us there.